Good evening and welcome to the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. My name is Jeremy. I'm Eric. And we're here. We're here. We're here. It's, uh, it's sometime in July. Can you believe it? The days are getting shorter. Are they already? Yeah. Has June, it? June 21st. It's the longest day of the year. Goodness God. No, it's. it seems... It's it's kind of like that. It it takes so long to get here that yeah. once you're here, it's like a train. Like it takes so long to get up to speed that once it's at speed, even if it peaks and then it starts slowing down, it feels like you're like, wow, this is going really fast. Sure, 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 sure. Because sure. the days are still. I mean, even tonight it was like nine o'clock and the sun was still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really up and everything. I just you know it. I think one year I, I many years ago one year many years ago I realized when you were twelve when I was twelve <laughs> back when I was twelve. Uh, you know, exactly what you said. You're looking so forward to summer. Uh, but one day I realized that June 21st was the longest day of the year. And after that, the days got shorter. And as the days get shorter, the weather gets colder. And I realized that in June 21st, in Wisconsin anyways, it's really not all that warm to begin with. Sometimes it is, but most times it's not. And so I was kind of like, it kind of made me a little depressed. That winter's or summer's almost over before it even begins. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> but now, now the uh, but now the realization that I mean, yeah, you, when you you might have that epiphany kind of when you're a kid. That wasn't when I was a kid. That well, was whatever. like four years ago. Okay, but I mean, nowadays think about it. Like I think of the last couple of years, and it's the the hottest month is August by far. Yes, sir. And that's kind of like water. I mean, it 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 takes so like like yeah, 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 ocean yeah. water or, or lake water it takes so long to warm up but and then, then it holds on to it yeah and then it holds it. on yeah, to yeah. it it's just like the earth i mean it warms up and all the all the plants are growing and all the you know I, it's a very pessimistic view and it's not necessarily yeah. true because you do all of your summer I mean, it's the same with winter activities in you know like july and august and yeah a little bit into september maybe too oh sure october for god's sake i mean it doesn't, well, it doesn't I, you're not we were just october. talking about gardening before and i mean it doesn't start frosting until october november even oh sure, sure so sure. it's the same kind of thing it's like that summer yeah it takes a long time to get going and then it seems to be over in june but then the the really hottest part of the summer is july yeah, august yeah. september and then it's the same with winter where it's like oh winter's over in february but it's like but it's still cold february is the, the coldest like and then May. march seems like you think yeah, you think when you look at the calendar and you're living in the Midwest here, you think, oh, March is actually should start warming up because winter's yeah. over. March but is it, right around the corner. Baloney. I mean, think yeah, about know, it. March is like, holy crap. Right. You know, that's one of the worst months. And even the beginning of April, like this year, was like freezing stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, so that's kind our, of, yeah. yeah. So that's our conversation on the weather. No, no. It is uh, it is summer and it's uh, concert time. It's, it's well, it's outdoor time. Yeah, get your time out to be there outside. And enjoy it. And uh, I rode my bike over here tonight. Yeah, congratulations! I rode, I rode my moped to work. Sweet, as I do every day. One could say I would be in better shape if I just rode my bike to work every day, but eh, I've got time for that. Eh, good Americans. Yeah, I'd rather ride something motorized to work. Yeah, that's right. You're you're helping increase the economy. I am. No, not really. Actually, I'm stealing money from the economy because. The moped gets like 70 miles to You're not stealing as much as I am, though, so you're still a better consumer. Stealing? No, I'm not stealing. Well, you're still you're you're contributing more to the economy than I am because oh. I'm not... You don't drive to work? Well, I do, but I ride, oh, my, I ride my bike over here. Oh, okay, okay. So, and I I should ride my bike to work. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of crap in my car. I got my sure, kids. I got to sure, drive them around. Yeah. I got to pick them up and whatever, up and downtown and back. Up and around. At least I don't fly my jet. Then I keep parked in the garage. Mm. 
My little remote control jet when I'm well, as I'm driving, I could I'm texting a gas powered jet yes. that you're controlling with your iPhone. Yeah, as I'm you're texting, driving, texting just so that you can use as direction. much gas as possible. Yeah, right. I do that, and I actually just <laughs> I, I have two motors that I run in my car. Oh, just so can, oh, oh, just as like a spare one. Right, right. One of them runs the 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 um, the, air the radio. Yeah. The radio. Oh, I got three. I'm a gas powered radio. Yeah, that's that's I'm I'm a good consumer. There was actually a commercial, and this is probably going to sound dumb, but there was a commercial. Uh, I think it was for like batteries or electricity oh, or dumb. something like that. But it was like uh, a commercial for batteries. Who ever heard of that? But the the ad campaign was gas powered everything. So if you go to like gaspoweredeverything.com, it shows you these little comical nice. videos of like alarm clocks that are running on motors, and it's pretty funny. Just this motor like, this drives, and then the alarm goes up, and the guy kind of wakes up and stretches, and all this exhaust is pouring out the back of the alarm. He's got to like he's got to turn the 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 key to off. And yeah, it was a very <laughs> it was a very clever commercial, but it then it was ended up being for something stupid like Energizer. Well, I don't even think it was Energizer. I don't remember who it was for, but it was huh. a very clever ad. Just imagining all these. Little electrical, like like a calculator running on a motor. Nice, you know? yeah, or a clock. <laughs> sure, that'd be that's or disk drives. You know, like sure. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> gas powered motors. Oh yeah, you got to get the two stroke going on there. Oh, have you changed the oil on this? Uh, thing? That could be the problem. You know what? Hello, uh, this is technical support. Can I help you? you yeah, to- my mouse is just spewing oil all over. Um, oh, you got to move tra- it to half throttle there. <laughs> yeah, clean out the carburetor on that. Thing. Did you prime it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it won't start. My mouse won't start. Hey, my mouse is only getting 17 mouse clicks per gallon. What's going on here? It was advertised at 40. Oh, did you change the oil? Ah, son of a... Change the spark plug. Check the check the gap there on the spark plug. <laughs> yeah, is it gapped correctly? Um, right. No, but... Yeah. Rotor. Yeah. Concerts. Music. What? I what? don't know. Music. Concerts. Ooh. Gas-powered told- guitars. Gas-powered guitars. <laughs> well, what was that song? Be a gas I'm a lumberjack, amplifier. baby. Remember that song? No. You never heard that song? Uh-uh. Uh, it's by Extreme? or Type mm. it in. It's like, There was a song a couple of years ago. It was like, I'm a lumberjack baby. And it was like, it was like a, a chainsaw that was like the lead guitar. The lead instrument in the song, yeah. Oh, no, I've not heard that song. You, I'm sure you would, you would probably recognize it because it was pretty popular. We'll look it up afterwards. We'll play it in the background right here. I'm a lumberjack, baby. I want to cut your tree. Uh, Yeah. I want to, yeah. I want to carve your totem pole. I want to talk about concerts. Go ahead. I'm. I, I'll shut up for what, no, the next forty-five minutes. As Jeremy's, I got nothing. Oh, I, I mean, I could. I got. I could springboard, but I concerts got, on the square. Co- yeah, I went to concerts on the square earlier this week. No, nice. last week. Yeah, concerts you guys look like you were having a blast from the pictures. All four of you were like texting, sitting there with your iPhones. Yeah. Well, okay. Hey, <laughs> here we are. At the, we're at concerts on the square. Oh, it's so fun. Yes, it's great. Oh, I'm texting you. I'm texting you. Have you been? Are you, have you seen? Have look you, over there. Look at that big fat guy. Have you been to concerts to on the square? Uh, I was there a couple. Of, yeah, when Jessica was here. Okay, that was a long time. It was before kids. So, so, B, BK. BK. Yes. Oh, remember those days? Staying <laughs> up late, sleeping in. No, anyways, no, no. Uh, um, concerts on the square. For those of you, who, for our listener who doesn't know, is a six-week or eight-week ordeal around the Capitol Square where the Madison Orchestra, Symphony Orchestra comes out. And does theme-based um, music symphonies. Yeah. So the one that we went to two oh, there was weeks a, ago, there was that Chinese girl that played piano or something. Sh- yep, right? it was it was it was called Forever Young, and they played these pieces by people that were Rachmaninoff. That were that were young, 
Oh. Or dead. Well, they're all dead, right? You know, so and we will now exhume him from the coffin and lay him on the keyboard. <laughs> so they would play all these pieces from people. A moment of silence. Who like sixteen-year-old composers? He was Jewish too. Did you know that? Right, and uh, they're all things that you you may or may not have heard. Uh, all done by the symphony around the square, and you can drink on the square. It's, it's one of the few times that you can have open intoxicants, at least that I know of, on the city streets of Madison. And so, anybody puke? You, you know, that's, this is what I want to get into here real right. quick about concerts. Yeah, on the summertime. So I, yeah. Somebody stands up and goes, free bird. <laughs> you got the conductor up there with his little wand going, <laughs> sir, we don't know how to play. It's just such a weird cultural thing for me. Um, Drinking on the lawn of this capital? No, the whole experience. Because everyone's like, oh, concerts on the square. You have to go to concerts on the square. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Blah, 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 blah. You must get there early because it fills up. You know, so quickly because everybody shows up for that thing. <laughs> they don't say it that way, but you have to get there. Uh, the thing doesn't start until Lay your seven. Blanket down. Yeah, so yeah. you got to get there at three, but no earlier than three. Otherwise, the Capitol Police will will fold up your blanket and throw it away. But if you get there at three o'clock, you can lay out a little spot, hold your spot, and you go back to work or wherever it is that whatever it is that you're going to do. And then you know, six or Feed seven. The squirrels. Feeding squirrels for you come back and you you sit down and people literally like I've never seen so many wicker picnic baskets. Oh yeah, sure. And it just seems so cliche to me because I know no one in my circle that has a wicker picnic basket. Really? Yet it seems to me. Do you have one? No, but when I helped, uh, I helped my friend move last week, and he's they have two of them. Okay, well. That is beside the point. My my, my point here. And I've thought about buying because I worked in Home Goods. Sure. While I was going to MATC, and every once in a while they'd they'd have them there, really cheap. And I was like, oh, you know what? I should I should buy one of these, you know. And but the, I can take the concerts on the square. Exactly. Maybe. My point is is that these people were concerts on the square professionals. Mm, yeah. In that they had their little basket with some fruit and some vegetables some and a couple of sandwiches and two bottles of wine. I've never oh, seen yeah. so much wine in one place. I saw college students that were all beer drinking college students show up at concerts on the square. I didn't know they beer drinking. I'm make I'm drawing conclusions. Yes, you are. I'm drawing uh, conclusions. Uh, 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 you're stereotyping college students. I am. Not all. Not There's all a lot of college students that like wine. There are probably some college students that like wine. Hey, Sean, have you tried the Beaujolais? My only point is we could do a, a wine bong. You got you guys ready for a wine bong? Who is ready for a wine bong? It just seemed that since everybody was showing up to this concerts on the square, they had to live up to this higher class of sta- standard of class than they probably would. In any other situation, I know. I know exactly what you're saying. I'm not saying that they're a lower class people, but even myself, I'm show. I show up there with a couple of bottles of wine I, and a I little basket no, full of fruit. No, I oh, had, you had a couple of. Uh, I had hams and I had Schlitz. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's I, looking, and you're like, exactly. hey, keep it down over there. There's some Rachmaninoff going on. Everybody's up here. got their wine glasses and all different styles of wine glasses and wine holders and the little doily thing that sits in the the wine charm and oh my god baskets and it's like what well it's a it's an it's an opportunity for them to show off all their little purchases because they're good consumers oh i didn't want to take it there well too late that's that's where you were going you were dancing around that that's not where i'm going it's just that's where that's where it goes it's just like if you open up any if you open up every other garage door in your neighborhood my neighborhood any neighborhood in this country okay what's going to be in there there's going to be a bass boat 
There's going to be maybe a motorcycle. There's going to be an ATV. There's going to be uh, a scooter. Well, probably not a scooter because that's too. That's Scooters too are gay. That's too I hippie. Have, I have a right. story about that. That's right. We'll talk about the litter. But you know what I'm saying? There's going to be a couple of snowmobiles. Every third house, I guarantee, is going to have all that crap or a jet ski or something. Yeah. Because that's and even if it never gets used, even if it's bought and then it sits there. Uh, I don't think so. It, and it's and it's so that people can say that they have it, and it's because that's what they spend their money on. Yeah, they have too much okay. money, and they're like, "Oh, we should buy yeah, this." Blah blah blah. It's the same blah, with the picnic blah, blah. baskets, and no, it's the it's same not. with the wine charms. It's not. It's not. It's not. It. What's? Oh, we need a chance to show s- this off. No, it's not about. Uh, Let's go for shopping for wine charms, honey. Oh, look at I. We can use these on concerts on the square. It'll be so fun. I believe that part, but I don't necessarily think that that's showing off. I, I, I think we should show up with a bottle of Captain's <laughs> next, just, next time and just. Just keep a filling them up. Hey, you want some of this? <laughs> this is the good stuff here. Smoke? Can you smoke? No, you can't smoke on the lawn. I think you should load but up see, a big that, fat again, blunt. But see, again, that goes <clears throat> on with, in my opinion, the whole... What would they do? Would the cops come in there and like pull you out of there if you start smoking? I don't smoking? know. There was, there was a couple of people smoking on the lawns. There's signs everywhere, and there's people... I, I didn't smoke. I don't smoke anymore, and I, I'm sure if I would have lit up, there'd have been... The, the whole attitude on the square felt stuffy. Like, yeah, of course. <laughs> and you have to fit in. Kind of like, like an episode of Frasier. What? <laughs> I've never seen an episode of Frasier. Oh, okay, well. Um, I don't know. It just... And that's why... So going back to your point about like everybody being on their on their cell phones, like I think... I've never been there before. And so we got invited. We're like, oh, you know, Chris's parents are like, we'll set up a, a blanket for their retired. So, okay, they can go down. They were professional. Did they have a picnic basket? No, they were not professionals. This was their first time as well. Oh. We all had coolers and stuff, but... So they showed up with like a bottle of champagne or something. Huh? <laughs> no, they had they had wine, but they like wine, so you know oh. that's. It, you should have brought a bottle of your wine and been like, right here, <laughs> I got it going on. I, it's no, I know exactly what you're saying because I was there and I felt the same kind of feeling. And and after like the first four or five, well, three pieces of music, you're like, this is good, but you know and you're yeah we could like, be walking through the woods we could be geocaching playing frisbee golf we could be looking at the capital we could be playing <coughs> pinball i mean we could be bowling we could be yeah do something not just sit here, here drinking our wine and eating our cheese yeah. and excuse me yeah no so, I, I and there's there are there's a huge portion of the population that's all they want to do is sit there and drink their wine eat their cheese and listen to music you know but i mean i guess who, sometimes i guess that's what it, that's what it comes down to who am i to judge because i mean it gets Ten thousand people up out of their houses down. The ten thousand? I don't know a lot. Seriously? No, because it's not around the whole capital. It's around like the King Street. King yeah, Street so it's like half. one quarter. I that's five thousand people. Even it, that the whole lawn is full. The streets are filled up. I mean, there's a there's a lot of people there. Hmm. Anyways, yeah, concerts, outdoor concerts. Ah, anyways. Yeah, crazy. I, I don't know. No, I, I know exactly what you're saying about the, about that. And I guess it's just a different... It's the same... Okay, well, not the same, but I, I'm thinking of like... Uh, I was I was riding home tonight, and I, I uh, went past Tallulah, and then Thursday nights, they have bike night, right? Right. And there was this band that was playing outdoor there, and it was like... You know, Freebird, right? They were It was like a cover band. They were probably playing some ACDC, whatever they were playing, some blues, whatever they were playing. And uh, there was... 100 people there okay it's not 5,000 granted but these people are there every single night all year probably right yeah and they're drinking Budweiser and they're and that's their scene you that's know what I mean different though um because to me 
Well, but they're, they we, they have a hat. They talk about they drink either Bud or Miller. No, they no, drive no. a mo- they drive a Harley yeah, Davidson or a Honda, and, and they wear and their leather. Yeah, and yeah. they, I mean, they're they're kind of fitting into that. If you go in there, if I would walk in there like this and say, "Hi, I'm a I'm a super liberal," and you know, what do you, what do you think about what's going on in the? Bar? I mean, yeah, you could probably get in a conversation, but a lot of people probably be like, "What the fuck is this guy doing here?" I mean, he doesn't have his picnic basket. Well, no, basket you're generalizing. And, well, okay, but. It's the same thing. It's kind no, of. It's not the same thing. You kind of. Okay. Why well, is it? It's not the same thing because you don't. Because you feel like you fit in that crowd no, more. I'll explain why it's all not right. the same. All thing. right. Do it. I'm all listening. <laughs> we know. We know barflies, um, and those folks that you just explained or described are barflies, and that is what they do. They go to the bar. They wear their hat. They drink their Budweiser. They don't then go to the concerts on the square with their basket. And pour a glass of wine and say, "Oh, listen to the." You no, can they really don't hear the timpani. That's what I'm saying is that it felt to me like a lot of people were coming to the concerts on the square and doing what they felt that they should be doing because it was a symphony. Like there was a lot of people there that I felt don't would have rather been drinking Budweiser. And not did. known, probably not not being at that bar because I don't think the guys at Tallulah listening to the rock music know would go to the <laughs> know what the concerts on the square are. I just think I just felt like there was a lot of pretense there, and that this is not what they do. And I, there, what sure do you think those people I'm do? I'm sure then? there are. They probably sit at home and I, and drink wine and cheese. I'm sure there's maybe. I'm going to throw out a number here. I'm going to say like 20 percent of those people probably are uh, symphony uh, aficionados. Love that type of music. Love to only sit, 20, huh? 25, 30, whatever. 40. I'll give you 40. I don't give a shit. But but to my point, like that 40% would sit on their porch, listen to Rachmaninoff and drink wine if there was no concerts on the square. But since there are concerts on the square, they're like, yeah, this is my Lollapalooza. And the, and and the, other, 60% the other 60% are just are like, like, oh, let's fit in. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Let's say we were there. So it would be like you color, and yeah. me going to Tallulah and like putting on like a ripped up leather jacket a backward baseball hat going. Our, our bike's like, in the shop. That's yeah. why we didn't ride it tonight. <laughs> exactly. That's why oh, we got our scooters. I was all drunk last weekend and I crashed into this car, but then I dragged him out of his car and beat his face in. And oh, give me. That's a- why I'm driving my brother's scooter. Yeah, that's that's my driving. brother's scooter, and he's driving his bicycle because he beat his wife and took his bicycle. Yeah, they took my Two license away for. Hey, welcome! That's and they I'm... all move back on the bench there. And these guys are kind of looking at us, and they're like, "Well, the clothes look right, but I don't know. These guys are something up with these guys. I, I don't know, you know. Because yeah. no matter how much you and I would try, I, I don't know that we would necessarily uh, fit in. Right on. You know what I mean? All right. You know what you should do next? If you do go to concerts on the square again, you probably won't. You should bring a box of Franzia. <laughs> And then say, Franzia, it's Australian for wine. That would be awesome. And <laughs> and take like like a little one of those little mini tables and like set it up there so that everybody can see it. And every now and then turn around with like a big plastic glass, <laughs> like a 16-ounce glass. Oh, and then like, and then put some ice, like a big handful of ice in there. And you can wear like a wife, a dirty wife beater. And like Jenny can all get it dialed up with her hair up high and a beehive and a and like super blue makeup, she'd be like, "How oh, can we get me another one that we're friends with?" I shut up. Music's gonna start soon. <laughs> Dude, see now if you had that going on, give me that Franzia, and then you have you fly a kite and you get a video of the yeah. thing. You get up, oh, this is concerts on the screen, <laughs> and, and then zoom in. What's this? What do we see here? Oh my goodness, it's a it's a cancerous <sighs> cell on the lawn. It's a cancerous <laughs> human cell on the lawn of. Hey, we got any more bologna sandwiches? <laughs>
You shut that baby up. Yeah, give him another Twinkie. I think we got a couple left. That that would be that would be. Give funny. him another oatmeal pie, little Debbie, little Debbie. <laughs> so that was my first concert of the of the summer season. Have you had a, a concert of the summer season yet? Um, <clears throat> about a month ago, I went to Southern Culture on the Skids. Okay. Which is pretty good, pretty good stuff. Uh, they sing about oatmeal. They, throw, they sing about oatmeal pies and throw fried chicken at the audience. So they did throw chicken at you. Yeah, well, I guy was pretty drunk. Not you, but in the audience. Yeah, I actually kind of. I think I went outside. I, 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 uh, I. Every time, every time I I was there with with my brother and his friend Scott, and every time I saw like there's a big place it was the Eagles Ballroom, and I I was I walked around. I actually met the drummer, and I I because oh. he was walking around, and he. On one of the old albums, they have like six albums out or something. There's one album where on the in the liner notes somewhere in the middle, he's wearing these underwear that says that, and he's bending over looking at the camera, and his underwear say, "I love to fart." So, so I went up, I saw him walking around, kind of like making, and nobody, I don't think anybody recognized him, you know. And I was like, "Oh, I know who that is. That's Dave, the drummer." So I walked right up and they're like, "Excuse me, but do you do you love to fart?" You know, and that kind of broke the ice because he's like, "Oh, hey, yeah, yeah." Look, no, he was kind of like, "What? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah." But then I like got this conversation going. So I kind of like, you know, me when I go places, I if I get a little loopy, I'm off and I'm talking to people, and so um, every but every time like I would bump into Scott, he would buy me a tall boy. Oh. And that was like the show was like two and a half hours. There was another. There was an opening band and seven tall. So like later. yeah, and plus <laughs> plus two Mandy's. I had I had the bu- I drove the bus down, and I had made myself a big old leader with half. half hey. So I was on the bus. I stumbled off the bus first of all, and then I walked. Oh my gosh! So and then seven tall boys. Yeah, I was pretty drunk. Um, but no, that was a good show. It was a good show. I, I every time. <laughs> my gosh, I must have seen them. A do- uh, at least nine times, sure. more than a half dozen, less than a dozen. Uh, yeah, I saw and every them. time it's just fantastic. Saw them with you at the uh, High Noon Saloon a few years back. Oh, right, right. That, it's a great show. Yeah, it was a fun show. I mean, yeah. if you, especially if you know the music, I mean, I and know I know like music. every single song they've ever done. So that actually brings uh, uh, in a quest, something I've been thinking about a lot lately. Um, you mentioned that you recognize the drummer. Now, why did you recognize the drummer? Just because he, because I know all the members. Of the, there's only three members of the band. There's Dave, who's the drummer. There's Mary Huff, who actually I've hugged, and she's really tall, and she's got this beehive hairdo, and oh, she's all southern, you know. And but and then there's Rick, man. And actually, I was I got a I, I don't know if my brother took a picture of it, but I was like I was hugging Rick after the show. I was like, <laughs> and he's like the he's the man. He's the guy. So, but as, other than seeing them live uh, in concert. How do you? How did you know what they looked like? Oh, I've seen their album covers, and they're always like in goofy poses on the album covers, like southern, you know, rock, and they're like eh, with their guitars. And so, no, I've never. How otherwise? Why? What's your point? What do you mean? No, you, uh, so uh, when you, like, uh, when you buy their CDs or when you buy a band's CDs, you mm-hmm. probably study study their liner oh, yeah. notes, wrote, yep. wrote, wrote. You probably study their liner notes, right? Yeah, and and, and the the cover I, art. I the read the lyrics. Art, I, you, yeah, the special thanks to, and probably when you had more time before wife, before kids, before all that BK. sort of stuff, be, be be everything really. You know, when you didn't have anything to worry about, you'd probably read those liner notes. Or you'd probably put the album in and also kind of thumb through the liner notes. Sure. Well, now, now though, actually, what I do more than anything, um, I do buy the CD. Mm-hmm. I do look through it, and I uh, if there's if there's some good stuff in there, 
but now I also go to their website every couple months just to check up if they're coming to town. <laughs> and there's usually like live pictures of shows. There's he uh, Rick writes a blog, mm-hmm. so you read the oh yeah the show in Athens was really good this week and blah 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 blah. And I mean if you have if you, maybe I should ask my brother if he did take a picture of that because he mm-hmm. could upload it and it might end up on their sure. website. They have they have a recipe page like possum like sure. all these goofy like spam omelets and weird just weird stuff. But you also so have the website is a, is a big thing. Sure, but prior to websites and all that sort of stuff, you kind of had an idea of their style, and you could probably pick them out of a crowd. Oh, yeah, I recognize. They're pretty Not unique. a crowd, but like in, in the club situation. Oh, God, yeah. If, if you knew that they were in that club to play a, band, a, 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 a set, and you saw one of them at the bar, maybe 90% of the audience would be like, eh, and you would be like, Oh my God! Yeah, he's at the bar, and you'd probably run up there and be like, "Oh, let me buy you a drink or something like that," because you studied all those pictures. My point that I'm trying to get to here is, I'm wondering if we're losing that with the internet, you know? Because when I was younger, I did the same thing. I re- I, I memorized my CDs, liner note, not memorized, but read the hell out of them and all the thanks and the band members because then you'd you would you'd start connecting things like you'd you'd read like, oh and then all of a sudden a song yeah well yeah. No, like a producer like produced by so-and-so you'd be like oh so-and-so well, well he's he composed this song you grab another album and oh sure enough there he is and then you would kind of see how mm-hmm. all of these the inner the fundamental yes, interconnectedness of, of, of your music collection you could see oh well, all these guys kind of have like the people in my music collection are somehow you know in some ways connected the people <laughs> and then you'd see the special thanks and you'd be like oh i you know and then i don't know this god guy he keeps <laughs> popping up who is this he's who in, is this he's god? in every single album wow but i'm wondering with people that buy their music on amazon or itunes i mean you get the cover art but you know i i always liked the cd you'd i always felt like there was something a little bit more special about a cd that had you know, like a twelve-page sure. uh, uh, line, and it always kind of disappoints me when it's all just pictures, and they're really, right. they're really artsy pictures where it's like, like a dog's nose or and something. You're like, like flipping through. What it. What the hell is this? Yeah. I mean, maybe they're trying to make a point, and they thought it was like really artistic when they did it, and it sure it's poignant to a particular song that they wrote, right. and this is why they wrote the song because they woke up one morning after a huge binge and, a, and they you know they they this no this dog knows was right there and that's right the entire song popped into their head but or just I'm sorry I, if they wrote all that maybe i would read it but if there's just this picture of a dog's nose i'd be like what the hell is this right I, this is ridiculous why did you pay to put this in your album you know? that that is a letdown of the big liner note but when there's a bunch of text in there like the, maybe the song yeah. lyrics and then maybe and then this <clears> fun <throat> especially when there's like funny little jokes you sure. know mm-hmm. a shout out to you know yeah yeah and then it's always kind of a Shakily. letdown when you get the CD and you're like, oh, you've been looking forward to the CD and you opened up and it's just like a two page folder and like the inside's like a big picture with like the song. It just titles. says, thanks yeah. to God. <laughs> you're like, oh, thanks. Damn it. But oh, this, it, yeah. so you don't really. Michael W. Smith? What is this? You don't really get that anymore. Okay, here's, here's my thoughts. I've been thinking though. about that, what you said, and here's my thoughts on it. It's very disappointing to you and me. And it's, it is kind of unfortunate. I think we are losing that, you and I. Our generation, perhaps, because we did grow up with that, and I'm sure that, like, if you if we would talk to Steve here and his generation, especially him, because he is in the the service in the uh, in the in the field. Well, he's a music uh, collector, right? So going he, way back. when when he when it went from albums to tapes, he was probably like, Ooh. 
Well, he never I did tapes. albums. Well, I mean, even the CD, well, CDs, he was probably happy because it was. Yeah. But I mean, getting that big thing, you know, albums, it was like, whoa, you got this album. And I mean, he still got, you know, you know what I'm saying? There was like a transition. Here's my point. Mm-hmm. Um, nowadays, you have Britney Spears and you have Justin Bieber and you have, and I think there's so much hero worship. And, 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 uh, like, so these kids that are listening to music. They're so one-dimensional with their music. I mean, I am. I know I'm stereotyping. I'm very much stereotyping because, but, and and it and it isn't necessarily true. And I and I hate to do it, but I think I, I've actually read accounts of this, where, um, like a like a twenty-year-old kid will come out and say, you know what, I was so one-sided, and I only had hero worship for. Uh, uh, Michael Jackson or uh, whoever it was, well, you know, like my 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 big hero of music in the eighties. No, I, I Michael Jackson was maybe a bad uh, Justin Bieber, okay? okay, and then but the, or Britney Spears, let's say, okay, or okay. or uh, yeah, H- H- Hannah Montana or whoever it is. But now I've realized that 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 artist drew from the blues and from country and from rockabilly and. And now I'm starting to explore that, so I, I think so. I think it's a generational thing. I mean, yeah, we we kind of miss that, but they're never even going to have known the, the 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 beauty of that because they get all their music like that. And I think the internet also actually can can provide more information than the picture of a dog's nose. Or even all those thank yous and whatnot, because no, you're right. I think a, a, a website is so to... much more. Im, 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 you can immerse yourself, and you can. I mean, how, with how easy it is to put content up, you know, each individual band member can can make their own website, and, yeah. and you have a you have a big band website. And it's like if you like this member of the band, go there, and then his whole website, and oh, this is my insight into this song, and this I'm I'm doing some solo projects, and blah blah blah, and blah blah blah, you know. I mean, you see what I'm saying? Have you ever been to allmusic.com? No. So allmusic.com is, a, I mean, this is like pretty much exactly what we're talking about. Is uh, It's a website you go to, and you can search for music by artist, uh, song title, and maybe album or something like that. So you could type in your Southern Culture on the Skids. Not BPM. Huh? No, you can't search by BPM. You type that in there, it'll show you all of their albums, all of their singles, all of their EPs, and then you can drill into there, it'll show you all of their producers, all the songwriters, all of the engineers, and then from there you can click on, you know, the producer of whatever your favorite album is, and it'll show you all the other albums that they've produced, or, like, you click on the drummer, and if the drummer's ever been in a side project, it'll show you all those side projects. If you click on a song, it'll show you uh, some background information about the song, it'll give you a little tidbit about the song wow. and if anybody's ever covered it it'll show you all the people that have actually ever Holy covered the song crap. so yeah and then and then there's links to amazon to buy all yes. of it or well, itunes there's samples on the page so you can listen to every, almost every single song like like a snippet of it and then of course yes there's a link over to amazon. you know i i just wonder so maybe you're right i don't know i just wonder i i'd like to like when i maybe when i that, that could be another little addition to my cutout cast is that i could go in there oh, and yeah. see oh, if yeah. it's all there well it would be i guarantee you it would be you there think so and there would probably be some interesting little factoids in there. There's always interesting little factoids. It's like, did you ever read? Um, yeah, you think there's okay, but maybe maybe the cutout cast should should expand and be like albums or something. Because I'm there's got to be albums out there that have never been ported and never. Uh, I mean that that's what's so cool. <laughs> that's what's so cool about listening to WRT sometimes, like Vinyl Richie or the Vinyl Resting Place. There's these funny ass shows uh, late at night sometimes where it's like these guys have these albums from the 
50s and it's just crazy music it's like whoa but it's actually really cool and it's like yeah yeah this is the i I bought this in the 50s they probably printed 40 of them and i got one uh this guy was only 13 and he recorded this one song and he died and nobody ever heard of him again and here's the album here's the song it's like I have, in fact there's a couple of songs that I have that I found like that that are like holy crap this is the weirdest music I've ever heard but it's really cool you know yeah I've actually know, been kind of on the lookout for some like 50s some Sandy Nelson man Sandy Nelson's a good example of like weird obscure 50s and 60s stuff that didn't really hit but still pretty cool music but um um here's a here's another thing that to counter what you just said, the two things, first of all. The fir- devil's advocate over there. The first thing is um, there are people out there that get off on finding that album and being the guy that was able to input it into this massive database. Oh, okay, like, okay. Oh, that album? I add- What'd wow. you get paid for that? Nothing. Uh, kind of like I Wikipedia. Added- Absolutely. Okay. You can find that little tidbit of information sure. and you can back it up with like a real legitimate product oh that's like like braggers gold in, in whatever circles you travel oh, in. okay so there's that the second thing is um there used to be a time in my cd collection where where i because steve my dad would would he worked at the radio stations and he would get those um promotional uh, sure only things, yeah i remember right? some of those he gave me some of those and i uh, had dokken remember oh, dokken i remember Dokken. he gave me the dokken album that was a promotional one so I would have uh, Reach for the fire vinyl and CDs of you know Skinny Puppy, Sisters of Mercy, other things that my friends were also into that they had never heard of, never oh. seen. Oh. And it was promotional only. It was like this weird stuff that like they made, a, they pressed an album or a CD and then like mailed it to radio stations and only radio stations and never like sold that nice. in a store. And I, I was like, oh, you know, and that was like my little, my, my that was my Claim little Wikipedia thing. Yeah. Like that was my thing that I had. But now, you know, like, uh, on the internet, I mean, all that stuff's available now, legitimately. Like, the stuff that I have that was, like, this promotional copy stuff only, you can go on iTunes right now. You can download that stuff. Oh, the same stuff that was on? Yeah, it's all been cataloged, archived, inputted. And so, like, this, this notion, like, I used to, like, have this really fond, uh, 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 pride in my CD collection because I had, you know, ooh, I bought this import for $30, but they only made a thousand copies of it. Or I had this promotional copy only stuff, and you can't buy this stuff. Honestly, you can, you, can go to, you, you can go to iTunes and buy it for 99 cents. The song, sure. Really? You can't buy, like, the album. Like, I can't remember what the album was. It had, like, yeah, because four songs, I have but some, you can buy all those songs. I have some, um, I have some ambient CDs that are worth, like, 40 bucks, 50 bucks. Well, there's still a market. For the actual physical medium, yeah. But I'm willing to bet if you were to go onto iTunes or Amazon huh. uh, and search for those songs, I'll bet you you could probably find them. Um, and it probably wouldn't be in the same well, album order, but I'll bet you you'd be able to find that. Song. I don't know. I I, I got. Yeah, I forget. Of course, some of the ambient stuff is you know like there's so much. Some of it's it. junk, but it's worth a lot of money. I, I didn't like a lot of it. I mean, there was some good stuff, but well, I also swimming with sharks. And even there if was you can't buy it on iTunes volume. or Amazon, you can find it on somebody's got it on their blog. Like, oh, I just came across this. Well, there was this. And there was this can, thing out of England that was called <clears throat> Volume, and there was about twenty of them. And I don't know what they they put them out like twenty five, thirty years ago, twenty years ago, eighteen years. I don't know. And they were they they had a, a talk about a talk about a CD booklet. I mean, it looked like a double CD, mm-hmm. but one one side was a CD, mm-hmm. and the other side was the booklet. I mean, it was like... 
I had some of those. Fat, they, were, they were called half. This Is Techno, and it just had this massive knob. Yeah, and these were called Volume. They were out of yeah. England. Same these with songs, these bands, I'd never even heard of. Mm-hmm. Never mm-hmm. even heard of them. And, uh, you know, and I, I just wonder if you, I don't think you could go on iTunes and find those. I doubt it. Mm-hmm. I really doubt it. And I still have about half a dozen of them, you know? Okay. Because there was also, there was also, I have, um, there was a, a magazine called Rhythm. Mm-hmm. And uh, for about two or three years, I subscribed to this magazine. It was, eh, it was pretty expensive. It was like $4 an issue or something. But it was, it was uh, the pulse of world music today. And it came with a CD every single month. And there was like, a, it was a mix CD of world music, of like crazy random world music from around the world. Sure. And I just wonder if you go on there, if they have those on there. Because there's, there's, there's another, there was another one that I was actually looking at because I got one in my quest for uh, albums for the cutout bin. I got it at Half Price Books for a buck. And I forgot the name of it, but it was it was uh, it was a magazine that came out sometime in the '80s, and it was like underground pop or whatever the hell yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. And it was a it was a magazine that they put out every month, and they gave you a CD. gave you a CD with yep. it. And I got a copy of one of these CDs for ninety nine cents. And mm-hmm. it was, mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. This is what this is. What, I mean, I haven't done this cutout yet, but I've listened to this CD. I put it in the store. This is one of the few cutout bin CDs that I can, and I just bought it like two weeks ago. It's amazing. I can listen to almost the whole thing, and I like every song on it, which is going to be hard to do because I'm going to have to do a whole episode on... You could do a two-parter. I could, I could, but I could just put this... I, I might just say, folks, I'm going to play Here's this my entire, CD. Here's my CD. Play. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> go. I mean, just, just listen. It's fantastic. It's really good. It's a mixture of like really cool music, you know? So I, I went to eBay, and I typed it in. Oh, you won't be able to find that CD. I found a half a dozen other ones, though. Yeah, because sure. because that uh, the the magazine had been put out for four or five years, and they and, and people had back. They would like they were like twelve, fifteen bucks though, you know, mm-hmm. for the CD. And yeah. I was like, wow, you know, if I if I wanted to, because I would love to get the whole collection. I mean, because this one was so good, you know, and well, whatever, you know. Was, uh, I, I guess what I'm saying is that that CD in the form that it's in, with however its order is and whatever music, that's not going to be available on iTunes. But if you take oh, right, right. that song and that band, I'll bet you you'd be able to find that song and that band on either iTunes or Amazon. And if you couldn't find it in there, I'll bet you you could find it on. You would be able to find it. What about Stan and Doug? I bet you we. I've looked actually. Is it there. <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't think it was on iTunes. Uh, I've seen it. I've seen uh, they have twenty copies of it on the, on on the, on, the inter- on eBay, right? But you know what? What? They're not the same one. Oh, somehow the one that the original one that's on vinyl. Yeah. Well, actually, I think this was a later one. Somehow, well, see this this could because be this the, could be yours. You should you should dump that into an MP3 and then upload it and contribute to the uh, oh the, that that is the because. Internet. I have a couple other copies of. It. I have a couple other versions that I downloaded actually from Napster mm-hmm. back. 12 years ago whenever the hell it well think about the proliferation of Napster I mean that's all that music is still floating around not a Napster but through the miasma that is the internet that music is still available and there's a lot of crazy stuff that yeah yeah, yeah. that was I mean well so I downloaded a couple different versions of the Stan and Doug stuff it was all crap it must have been like outtakes or four tracks in his basement because he was like Mm. It had no rhythm. It didn't have good timing. It didn't have any musical taste, and he was singing really flat. But that album is actually pretty cool. I mean, you can actually—it's listenable, you know. And was that you? No, every single. 
but yeah, continue. Every single uh, um, version that I downloaded from the internet, whether it be from Napster, whether it be from Amazon, whether it be from BMP3, whatever, they were all really crappy. It was like, so the only versions out there are really bad. I mean, I don't know where this one came from, but anyways. Anyways. Well, I... I guess yeah, it's just a different. It's a different form. Uh, it's a different form, and you know, there's a, there's a ton of uh, uh, CDs in my collection where uh, there's three really good songs on the album and oh, yeah, there's the seven crap. crap. So, you know, with today's technology, you could just buy the three songs that you like. I don't know. It's just maybe it's yeah. head off my lawn. Maybe it's me just getting old. But see, going back to the example of changing from um, vinyl to CD, I mean, I think my dad leapt at the chance as soon as CD players were a reasonable price. Because think about... Well, your dad's kind of a technophile. Yeah, but he, yeah, but think about... He loves technology. He, Come on. He, he, yeah. He's also kind of a collector and a hoarder, but... Only for that. Only for the vinyl. Only for vinyl. I don't think. He's yeah, but now he's really vinyl. proud of it. Proud of it. Oh no, he's not. He doesn't buy new vinyl. I mean, he's, he's kept this collection, moved it through three, four, five different states, half a Jesus, continent. Jesus, yeah. Um, but you know the the transitions from vinyl to CD. I mean, there's a lot of there's still that affection. Ask like, the next time you see him. What's oh, I must his listen to album. the vinyl. Oh, because I gotta hear that pop and that crackle. And then there's the other part that's like, you know what? It's just so fantastic to be able to throw the disc in there and skip tracks. You can skip tracks. Sure. Well, that that you comes back to flip it. You can digital digital versus analog. Yeah, yeah. There's that argument too. Um. Okay. So, anyways, blah, concerts. Blah, blah, blah. So anyways. we're we're uh, we're looking at, at at going to a nice concert next week, right? Or in a couple days here. I just got back from a concert. No, there's summer concert. Oh, that's right. We talk about that. My God, now it's 45 minutes in here, and you're finally going to start talking about your Chicago experience. (laughs) What was that big thing in the middle of the stadium there? Was it a robotic spider that came down and picked everybody's nose or scratched everybody's ears? Crazy UFO thing. Actually, um, so it was... Was Was it impressive? The U2 concert. And it... The the m- m- the contraption in the middle, and I do this motion, the milking motion. I'll explain why in just a moment. It's a giant <laughs> it was a giant milker. It actually milked Bono. A huge, a huge teat from it space. Was crazy teats from space. It was a space teat. Space teat. <laughs> they were actually sucking audience members up until their until their anal probe. No, um, it was a YouTube concert we were supposed to see last year, but Bono broke his back, so we had to have like surgery and some. PT. What was he doing? Anal. He was doing the practicing on the. Uh, yeah. Well, the anal prober missed his anus <laughs> and rammed him right in his back, and well, the rest is history. So if this he's is listening, man. He's he's, he's mad. Be, yeah. So this is a makeup for uh, last year's concert, and uh, you know, I uh, have you ever seen a concert at a stadium? Yeah, I've seen um, Grateful Dead a couple times. I've seen Pink Floyd over here mm-hmm. at the uh, at the at the at Camp Randall. Um, I've seen. What was the dead like in, in a stadium? Was it good or was it like I liked it a lot? Well, I was tripping, yeah. So I was just like, ah, I'm this is awesome. I just was doing this the whole time. No, here, okay, this you were you were you were tripping, so you may not be able to answer yeah. this question. Although the guy next to me was chewing tobacco, yeah, and just like it. That was you larger. Were tripping, that though, was larger so than like life. It was like intensified. Yeah, he was. It was His like, cheeks it was, were probably like. It was totally an R crumb moment. He was yeah. like, <laughs> slow motion spitting, <laughs> and like you're you're following it down yeah. to the ground, going, "Oh my god!" Wow, his whole he spit out his lungs. <laughs> oh, dude, he can't breathe. He's like, what? <laughs> he looked like Gollum. You know, I'm like, want a beer? I was like, no. no. 
Oh, the music. But let me ask you this. Um, from the U- no, I'm sorry. From the Grateful Dead uh, live concerts, bootlegs and whatnot, because you can find that shit everywhere, yeah, right? right? And right. there's so much. And you can type in your birthday and go, oh, uh, there was a concert. There's 16, right? different, 16 different years that they played on that day. And- but every one that I've heard, and I haven't heard a lot, and I know that there's some freaks out there that have heard every, have every single one and cataloged and listened and can tell you, oh, Jerry Garcia was off on the, the November oh, yeah, 12th, Dick's Picks, 1976. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's they Dick's Picks. Have you ever listened to a Dick's Picks? No. Um, well, are, uh, it's called the Dead... Actually, the Dead Pod is actually really oh, good. Oh, okay, sure. There's a thing called the Dead Pod, and, and it's with the professor, and he's out of Berkeley. He's a that professor. That would probably be pretty good, right? He's and got- he... he, he like takes about three minutes uh-huh. before every show. I mean, you can download their podcast, and he's like, "Yeah, this one was sent in uh, tape, mm-hmm. you know." And and I had another copy of it. And this one's a little bit better. And this was, and they, it actually what they what he does, he breaks it up into like years. Mm-hmm. And and if if Jerry was in rehab, <laughs> if they seriously yeah, with yeah, the members yeah, no, of the no, band, I know, I know. what you know what was going on in their lives, how how tight they were as a band, how much they had been practicing, what album they had just put out. And then he talks about the, the, the song, the set list, you know, why they might have d- put this set list together in this particular arena because it's bigger, better people, you know, there's certain, so many people going to be in the audience that they knew, whatever. He, he really, yeah, he knows a lot about every freaking concert. And then you listen to the show and it's like, yeah, that's, I mean, you could tell Jerry was way off because, mm-hmm. because this and this was happening. And then you, and then, so there's actually people that are like, okay, I liked, you know, I liked 78 through um 81 and then i liked 89 and 90 and right. those the rest of it you can pretty much forget about it but those couple of years those right. two little snippets of years i love the dead you know i guess my point is i felt like those concerts that i've heard of the grateful dead were very uh organic uh obviously they had a set list and they probably followed that set list but a little maybe a little bit more um free form Obviously, I mean they're kind of a they're kind of a jam band, right? So they they get into oh, fire no. on the, they get into a fire on the mountain and they go maybe they go off for like ten sure, minutes, yeah, like yeah. a twelve minute drum solo, or is China ride, or well, space. There's always space in every one of their concerts, sure. and that sort and of stuff. And then every time they play China Cat Sunflower, mm-hmm. they always go into I know you riders, China rider, and it's like those two songs always go together, and, right? But so I mean, it just feels like they're, they, while they have a set list, they also. If, if if they're feeling on, they're just going to keep going maybe with with a song and like sure. drag it way out. And or, then or, and then they might like I I've, I have a couple concerts where they're they're playing a song and all of a sudden I don't know if it's preconceived or if they just kind of everybody looked at each other and went yeah let's break into beer barrel polka right in the middle of this jam and all of a sudden ding 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 sure <laughs> it's like thirty seconds of that and then poof, back into the, <laughs> the the crazy you know but that's just what happened yeah so. You know. In the earlier days, my, and this you know this may all be subject to interpretation, but in in the early days of, I mean, I used to have a lot of YouTube bootlegs, and I would listen to them, and it also kind of like in the eighties, it really felt like the same kind of jive was going on. Like every now and then, they do like a medley of like a bunch of old rock songs, and then they'd come back into like where the streets have no name or whatever, and then maybe they'd do a cover of a Bruce Springsteen song, and then move back into something. Felt very natural, very organic, and very comfortable. They were having a good time up there. Yeah. It really felt like it, and and this show, in particular, really felt like 
assembly line. Like, gotta pump those hits we're out. We're gonna do this, 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 and and and, and we're not gonna jam. We're gonna do. It's gonna take us four and a half minutes to get through this song. I'm gonna say a few things, then we're gonna play this song, this song, this song, this song, and it. You know, it I'm, was too choreographed. It was really, and I think it had. To, it was that contraption that they had there because I've seen video of the old shows, and the old shows were a stage with like a really cheesy backdrop. And it was just them, just like sing because they didn't have like gigantic video screens yeah. and cars hanging from this. Not that there was cars in this concert, but you know, like I think once they got more interested in their set design and their light show and the special effects, they have to time the music to it. They got to hit their marks and all that sort of stuff. And it, all of a sudden, it just kind of like took me out of the. I don't know. It wasn't what I wanted, you know. And and, and they kind of redeemed themselves at the very end. Uh, Bono's up there. He's like, well, you know, I can't remember who he is. He's talking about somebody. And he's like, and we wrote a song for him, but, you know, we're not going to play it tonight. And all of a sudden, the audience was like, boo! You know, and he's like, uh, all right, we're going to do this one song, and then we'll see if we can work it out. So they, they did their song, and then and then they came back out. And if I can find the bootleg of it, I'll, I'll well, I'll play it for somebody. Somebody will enjoy it. It's basically the edges standing up there, like, trying to like really like concentrating at his guitar like trying to pick this thing out and he finally finds it and then Bono's like eh, like trying to it was really cool to see them like like dig this song up from their from the recesses of their minds and then play it because it definitely wasn't on their set list and it wasn't something that they were prepared to play but since he brought it up and the audience was it was, that was kind of cool because that was a real impromptu moment, and then once they got into it, they played it really well, and it was a, and they ended the show with that. And I was like, well, all right, you know, that was kind of a good way to end it. But the rest of the whole choreography, and they, I mean, they they have all these video sequences, and I don't know, man. The screen was. Have you heard about the screen? The screen's three hundred and sixty degrees of video, and it's um like honeycomb shape. Each each of the pixel, not the pixels, but each of the screens that makes up the larger screens is like a honeycomb and that's all on these gears so it can be compressed or it can expand itself and based on that they create all these various types of effects and that was kind of neat but in my opinion it gets old though doesn't it just completely unnecessary you know it was like and plus i just don't like it was a good video though yeah, it was high quality video. Yeah, but was it, some, did it get repetitious? But I don't want to watch a movie when I'm yeah. at a concert, right? I want to see the band, you know. And and some could argue, on the other hand, that if you're in section <clears throat> row, the, like the, it's a stadium, right? Nose so if you're at bleeds, the nosebleeds, yeah. right, you can't see the band unless you got binoculars, anyways. So in that regard, you have this huge screen in the middle of the stadium that you can watch now. We were on the floor, so we were pretty close, and we could actually see the band members and stuff. And that's the only reason I went to the show in the first place is because of those tickets that you found on Craigslist. I told myself, you know what? I'm not going to go this year because I've seen them a bunch. Uh, eh, the only way I'd ever go is if I got floor tickets, and then you happened to send me that Craigslist link, and I was like, all right, well, the stars are aligned. I guess I better buy these. There and, you go. And so anyhow... <sighs> What but then I, he broke his back and he had to wait a whole year. Well, and I didn't really care. It wasn't like, I wasn't <laughs> let, you know, like, and the, and the weird thing about you too is they're, they have such a loyal fan base that, and especially since it's Chicago. Oh my God. There was so many, uh, there's, there's a Polish couple in front of us as we left. There was uh, literally Spanish soccer hooligans with their shirts off, spinning their shirts around, doing some 
chant. I don't even remember. It was just crazy the amount of there's probably less Chicagoans there than there were people from Europe to see this band at the show. Oh, so it's almost like a Grateful Dead thing. It, it, it is very close because a stadium, it's Soldier Field, and I, I've never. Now wait a minute, just because just because they were they were Spanish with their shirts off, spinning around soccer hooligans, doesn't mean that they were they had to be they couldn't have been from the outskirts of Chicago. Maybe they were. I, I'm just I'm I just mean, saying. Look at, here in Madison, there's. I know you're playing devil's advocate, which you always well, do. Well, no, I, there's a lot of Latinos that play soccer. They weren't Latinos. They were white. They were, I, I, said well, okay, I think they were Spanish, um, like from Spain. They weren't. Well, well, anyways, whatever. there was a lot of people not speaking English. There was a lot of uh, different cultural things occurring at the show. You could t- my, obs- my personal observation uh, showed me that there was a lot of people from other countries there. All right. Well, the I'm fine that's great every single seat was filled i mean that place well, of course 60,000 people sure i mean so i what i mean what do i know you know i mean people obviously come out to go see him obviously anyways did they put on a good show i mean i just yeah well i mean it was choreographed yeah like, yeah there was some cool video well that's what that's where that's where uh that's where kind of that's where that's that's our our food that's that's our our our, our Media food—that's what we're taught to to enjoy. It's like little four-limit snippets that are like super intense, you know, and then move on to the next one. That's that's what song pop. That's what pop means. I mean, pop. That they have a whole album called Pop. That's that's, that's what, what it's all about. The worst album. Well, in my opinion. <clears throat> all right. Well, Anyways, whatever. Um, on the flip side, let's, let's see how the Flaming Lips go. Huh? Yeah. On the flip side of that, though, that I, I don't show. want to take anything away from them because they are creating art. You know, they are putting on a show. Uh, people enjoy them, you know. So I mean, I, I guess it gets. To you that. didn't. You didn't have your little, uh, your little uh, picnic basket and your bottle of wine. No. You should have. You should have laid out there. With your, <laughs> I wish though, because I was buying fun. eight dollar Miller Lights. Oh, how many did you get? Four. Jesus, it's like thirty two dollars and sixteen ounce beers. Jesus. Oh my god, no more than that because it was a dollar. I tipped a buck every time, so it was nine times thirty six dollars in crappy. Anyway, so. Flaming lips, though. Let's take it wow. back. To, let's take it you back. Couldn't to have, you couldn't have snuck in a little flask or something. I forgot my flask. And what did they patch it down pretty no, good though? Not at all. Well, for heaven's sakes, then. I don't know. I just, I just didn't bring it. You know, I don't know. Wow. I should have. I actually. Or I, bad, I mean, at the hotel, you get good and drunk before you even go down there. I had two beers and two glasses of wine before we made it there. There's a big long story about that. That's kind of boring. We got stuck in traffic, and we had like 30 minutes to get ready before we had to like head up to the show. I mean, the big plan was we had a cool. We had two bottles of wine, a cooler full of beer. We were supposed to get a little bit liquored up and then go out there. Oh, in the car in the parking lot or whatever. No, we had a hotel that was like uh, a mile away. You're gonna walk. You walked. So we were gonna like drink at the hotel and have a walk down there. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, we did that all that, but we like had to slam a couple beers and then we were out the door. Blah 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 blah. But um, let's talk about the Flaming Lips, which is at Summerfest this weekend. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Two nights from now, yeah, Saturday. So t- um, ten o'clock they start. Yeah, I know. They're the draw. I was looking at the concert lineup. I didn't really recognize any of the other bands. Uh, I guess Purgatory Hill. My brother said they were really good. Yeah. Um. Actually, have you, is it the Black Keys? The Black Keys played on Sunday, though, I think. Oh, my God. I had no idea what kind of music. They, I, I assumed it was like Beyonce or no. some, some sort of. My God, because I, I, I was at my parents' house the other day, and, and my brother had the, the local radio station on or whatever, and there was a song that came out. I'm like, this sounds like Southern Culture on the Skids. It's like kind of like grungy surf. 
I don't know. I, I can't really describe it. I'm like, who is this? And he's like, oh, this is Black Keys. I'm like, wow. I had no idea they were so cool. I mean, because you look at the rest of the lineup at Marcus Amphitheater, it's like Def Leppard, Britney <laughs> yeah, Spears. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> what the hell? And I think then, America is playing on the same night as the the Flaming Lips. You mean like earlier in the, on the same stage? No, it's not, it's at ten o'clock. So it's like the there's oh. there's like seven stages or something. See, I looked at I've all been the ten through o'clock. the desert on a yeah. horse with no name. Well, Kansas, Kansas is there. We could see America or the Flaming Lips. Right, mm-hmm. right. I mean, there's there's a ton of like those sticks. Sticks is going to be there. Well, it's like the Wisconsin State Fair where um, it wasn't Def Leppard. It was uh, Def Leppard is on the Marcus Amphitheater. They are playing the Marcus Amphitheater special thirty eight special. Sure, the, sure, the... Toto. Yeah, they're all come. <laughs> they're all still around, man. Thirty eight special was funny though because they played the Wisconsin State Fair a few years back, and uh, these people. We went to Wisconsin State Fair with these other with these two other women who were like, "Oh, we got to see." Oh, they're a little older than us and maybe a little stuck in that era. And they're like, "Oh, thirty eight special," and they went there, and like Jenny and I were like, "All right, well, we're gonna go." check out the cows or something because i i don't i have no interest in 38 special whatsoever they sing that one song right midnight special or midnight <laughs> something about i don't even know how it goes it, if if you heard yeah it, if i heard it, i knew it yeah, yeah i mean it's whatever so we went and did all the other wisconsin state fair stuff we came back and we we, we picked them up at the place and like ah oh you well, you you went there with these women yeah Oh, they were like Jenny's coworkers or something, and they're like, "Oh, I think they might have gotten us tickets or something to to the Wisconsin State Fair." And I guess if you get into the Wisconsin State Fair, you can go see the band for free. Yeah. Okay. So we didn't. <laughs> they did. We didn't. And we met them up. Met, met up with them later, and they're like, "Ah, too many new songs. Too many new songs." And like, I guess they were pimping their new album, and like nobody, like, oh, nobody in the audience wanted to hear the new stuff. They, no, hell everybody's no. getting mad when they play a new song, and I was like. No, no kidding. Special. I think that's just kind of funny. <laughs> but I want to talk about um, Flaming Lips real quick. Um, when we saw them last at the Southern Comforts, remember that? Uh, yeah, the Alliant Energy Center outdoor. Yeah, the SoCo concert. presents yeah. free concerts. Yeah. Now that concert didn't really. I mean, that had kind of a. You know what I'm talking about when I say like that organic feel? You know they all have a playlist, right? A set list where they're gonna they need some direction. Like yes. we're gonna start here, we're and gonna they, end here. Okay. Maybe they'll slip in something here and there, but that seemed kind of organic to me. I mean, it was very choreographed, really? but he seemed to kind of like he almost Talk looked confused. He, he looked a little confused sometimes. Like what what should I do? Uh, what should I do? Uh, let's hey, let's do this, and then all of a sudden he'd pull this thing out and shoot it in the air, and it was like oh and and I, it just it, it felt a little bit more. It but, didn't feel too contrived to me. I mean, yeah, there was a lot of setup. There was a lot of things that had to be balanced just right. But it felt like he was kind of just up there having a good time. And he talked you know? to the audience a lot. And I really liked that. Some of the older uh, YouTube bootlegs uh, and Bruce Springsteen bootlegs, actually, he'll go out and on a story, a big story, and just yeah. like a huge story about something. And you know, if you were to like take and he'll be like playing his guitar or whatever, or you hear a little bit of backing music. And if you were to take all that music away and listen to the story, you'd be like, "What a boring story!" But with with the music there, and he's talking slow and everything. Yeah, and you're like, like you're like in this thing. You're like yeah. walking back. You're rocking. You tell him Bruce yeah. or Bono. Yeah, exactly. And and so Wayne Coyne, I think that's his name, right? He he just he he'll talk about nothing, but at least he like addresses the audience and seems to make it sort of relevant to the concert, making each concert experience a unique concert experience. I felt as though. Aside from the two like 
Oh, I love Chicago mentions that we're at the U2 show. You could have taken that show and put it in Toronto. You could have put it in Montreal. You could have put it in mm. New York City. It didn't matter. It was just this pack package. You know, I hate to yeah. hate to bring it back to that this package thing that we made and blah blah blah. And music, it's, and music. It's, it's yeah, so but I mean, Starbucks. If it's McDonald's, that's what those big man. It becomes a corporate. It becomes. A corporate machine, money making machine. <laughs> I mean, they can you imagine how much money they made on beer. Oh my! Well, we I mean, talked to we talked to some of the beer vendors, and we're like, "Why are the beers so expensive?" And apparently, all of those guys are on commission, and they have to buy their own beer and sell the beer, and they only get a piece of. They have to give the stadium a whole bunch of money, and so yeah. Okay, but the stadium was built uh, by by SeaBank. Probably. Or whatever that just gave them two hundred million dollars to build the stadium because it was a tax write off for them. Now, now Citibank owns that stadium, okay, and so all the money from the all the proceeds from the concert goes to Citibank. So they're making billions and billions and billions of dollars a year in their banking sector, and they're making billions and billions and trillions of dollars with their concert sector. Now they're like, let's make a couple more billions and billions this year by, by with the eight dollar beers. Let's just, I mean, it's it's freaking it's corporate. Whatever, whatever. Summer, have you been to concerts at Summerfest though? The beer expensive there. Uh, yeah, but we don't have to buy beer. I mean, no, we'll no, be, I know, but yeah, what, it's what? like eight bucks. It's like six bucks, seven for, bucks for like a sixteen ounce beer. Yeah, yeah, five. Well, five. You can get it for five, five or six. That almost seems like a deal after the ordeal I went through. Yeah, I can but, get six beers for my thirty six dollars. Well, but I mean, have you been to a concert at Summerfest though? No, never. It's. I don't know how the Flaming Lips are going to be, but like we went to see Devo. Um, I've seen Joan Jett a couple times down there. Uh, I think I've Prince seen... played one year, didn't you? Yeah, but that's how I was at the Marcus Amphitheater. Oh. I've, the only band I've seen at the Marcus Amphitheater, I saw the Sugar Cubes, okay, which was fan goddamn tastic. But that was like twenty years ago. This was before Bjork went off on her own and released her. This was the Sugar Cubes. Oh my okay. god! And I still have the cutout from the paper when I was there because wow, that was the best show ever. And that was at the Marcus Amphitheater. I've seen Brooks and Dunn at the Marcus Amphitheater. I mean, it was a good show, but I don't those big shows. I don't they don't hold a lot of draw for me anymore. So wait, where's not, the, where's the Flaming Lip playing at? Flaming Lip, I think it's it's one of the smaller stages, and there's like four or five of those. There's like the Miller Roadhouse. There's the the ninety three one Rock stage. There's the Potawatomi yeah. Bingo stage. There's the um, there's there's like four or five of those larger. And I swear, when we went to see Devo, it it was um, packed. And and some of the other halfway decent big bands like ACDC cover bands or whatever, it's all like not bleachers, but um, well, one of the places has bleachers. I don't think they're playing there though. Um, it's it's all picnic tables, and so well, there's bleachers in the front. There's maybe twenty or thirty rows of bleachers, and then there's picnic tables, and then there's food vendors, and it's full. It's packed, and the people stand up on the picnic tables, and you and stand up on the bleachers, and if you don't get there, like an hour or two hours before the show, forget it. You're standing way in the back and you're not even going to get to see the show. There are people camped out to see that band two hours before on those bleachers in the front. I mean, so you can get within 10 yards of your artist. Sure. Easily for sure. free. Once, you're, <gasps> sorry, once you're in Summerfest, but you're going to have to sit there for two hours and, yeah, and wait. That's normal. Yeah, but you don't want to do that at Summerfest. I don't want to do that. I'm just saying. There's that, too much stuff going on. I, I'm, I'd yeah. rather walk up and down Summerfest, you know? I, I expect that, though. I've been to many music festivals, and that's the way it is. Oh, okay. 
All right, well. I mean, you put 20,000 people in there and you put a, a popular act in there, 5,000 of those people yeah. are going to want to see that. Yep. And So I went to Lollapalooza in Chicago. I've been there twice, uh, and uh, it's the same thing. So there's no picnic tables or bleachers. I mean, there's stages. There's nine standing? or ten stages there. Yeah, it's all standing. Oh. I think when you, you can go to the middle and there's, like, food vendors. You can, like, sit and stuff. But I don't. You, do you sit at a concert? I don't sit at a concert. It's like no. But when you're waiting, when you're waiting for it to start, yeah, and you sit in the grass. No, there's no grass. Oh, it's all well, so at Lollapalooza, it's, it's in it's in the park there uh, oh. on Lakeshore Drive, and uh, <coughs> nice. It's all it's all concrete. It is, it's a concrete jungle. Well, you sit in the concrete. I mean, whatever. No, no, no. no. There's bleachers. Oh, no, no, no. You don't sit in the concrete. No, no. Picnic tables. Everything's a picnic because it's well, food. A, it's more about food almost than waste of space. No, no. So that's what I'm used to. When you it stand comes up on the picnic tables. I mean, and even you get so, ten people on a picnic table. So even if like uh, Kids, so, Narles Barkley played. Uh, and you're familiar with Narles Barkley? Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he played there once. He was the the da-da-da, ten da-da-da. o'clock band. The the big draw. I think the other one was some country band on the other side of the stage or the other side of the park. And uh, we got there. No, he wasn't the draw. No, we saw Kanye. Love we saw Kanye thoughts. West. I don't know who Kanye West is. The, he was worthless. Narles Barkley was in the middle of the day. Anyways, he was at the biggest stage, uh, and uh, you could be 50 people back, and you could still see the stage and stuff, because there yep. were no picnic tables, there were no bleachers. Sure. It was standing room. As long as it wasn't a huge tall guy right in front of you. Nah, you Andre the like Giant it. decides to stand right in front of you. Uh, can you, it, um, yes. He's got to push your way right up the front. Excuse me. Excuse me. Then you got to go get a beer, and you got to push your way out, and then you got to push your way back in. Excuse me. Everybody's like, man. No, once I get into a show, I don't go get a beer. No? No. Mm. The best band I ever saw, well, actually, I've seen, at Summerfest, I've seen um, uh, Mojo Nixon, which was very funny, because he got kicked off the stage and kicked out of Summerfest, <laughs> not to be invited back ever. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, um, I've seen, oh, Katzenyammer. Wow. You should type in, like, after this is over, you should type in Katzenyammer. My God, it's these three women, four women from Norway or something. And I they're just typed him in before. Oh my God. Was that a great show? That was the best show ever. I have tons of pictures from Did that you show. Did you Keith to that? No. Oh, was this a long time ago? He was talking about that when he was here. Katzenjammer? Yeah. He's like, type that into your iPhone. Like, All right. Katzenjammer? Really? Yeah. Keith? Well, mm-hmm. that's cool. That's cool as hell because that's a great band. It's a great band. It's a rocking band. Um, and Devo was really, really good. Gosh, I mean, <laughs> Amazing. Amazing! I, I just heard a. They have a new album out. I mean, a new like last year they have a new a brand new album, and it's great. It's really really good. Um, and they played a lot of songs. I heard one on WRT the other day. They played like a brand new diva song. I was like, all right, let's. Oh, I heard this. I saw them in concert. Let's playing. finish up with a. Um, and there's a there's a lot of other bands that 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 are playing. We're gonna be walking around. We're gonna hear band. There's like little little tents. All of a sudden, you're you're walking through. All of a sudden, there's a little tent and there's like a. There's a bluegrass band. Oh, sure. Stand there and, you know. I saw one of the, uh, at Lollapalooza, it was great because um, they have, like, as you're walking between the main stages, they have little, little I want to call them, like, dead-end alleyways. Yeah. And uh, they would have, like, 30 people standing there and then an audience. I saw some of the greatest bands there with, like, 30 people. Um, lots of energy, really good music. Right on. So, anyways, like, People dancing, yeah. Let's end this thing with uh, 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 maybe uh, a couple of funny anecdotes of concerts. I'll start. Do you not have one? I go talk. <coughs> um. Hmm. 
<laughs> I have two of them. I'm oh. trying to figure out which wow. one I'm going to use. Okay. So the first time I saw U2 was in 1998 for their Pop Mart tour here at Camp Randall in Madison. And uh, the only, again, the only reason I went was because a friend of mine bought tickets. He's like, hey, you want to go to U2? I was like, oh, that'd be fantastic. And he bought all the tickets. He had the visa. I didn't have a visa at the time. I was like, no, I was, I was 21. But I, didn't have a, I didn't have a credit card. I didn't have a credit at that point. So he fronted me the money, bought the tickets. I gave him the, the money on the, on the day of the tickets. They were nosebleeds. They were terrible seats. But he and I, and you met my, my former roommate, Bo, right? Mm, I don't think so. Big guy. Well, okay. Uh, he also was a, a U2 fan, and he also went with us. Uh, and we, prior to seeing those U2 show, that U2 show with him, we would go to his house every Thursday and we would uh, drink and play video games and then we would go to the Inferno. That was like our routine for three or four months. And then, then U2 came around. It was kind of like the same thing. Well, we'll all meet up at Dan's house and we're going to drink and then we're going to walk down to Camp Randall because he lived right downtown. It was like a five-block walk from his house to Camp Randall. And so we kept upping the ante on video game night. So, you know, it started out with a couple of beers, and then it would move on to, like, the next week it would be, like, a couple of shots and a couple of beers. And then it would be, uh, you know, hard, like, I don't know, like a, like a tequila sunrises, like strong tequila sunrises and no beer. And, like, so the alcohol content of our drinks every week would continually get higher, raising the bar every time. And the rule was if you pour it, you have to drink it. There was no throwing out of alcohol uh. in this household. And for the most part, it was just fine until the U2 night. For some reason, we decided to make drinks with no mixers. Zombies. Oh, my God. So I had this big cup of, I don't even know, vodka, rum, I don't even know what was in there. You're like, we're going to get really drunk before the show. Yeah, exactly. Great. We're really going to enjoy it. And maybe a splash of apple juice. Who knows what was in there? And I took a couple of sips, and it was just, it was terrible. It was like gasoline. It was just awful. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to sip this thing, and I'm looking at my watch, and I, I know we got to leave in like 30 minutes, and I'm like trying to nurse this thing. And, you know, it's like 15. What has anybody else made at this point? Not I think I might have been trying to show off, like, let's get wasted. I think everybody else made uh, somewhat responsible, enough to get them, like, yeah, tipsy drunk, but not, like, fucked up type drunk. I don't know what they made, to be quite honest. Um, but but I they're got, watching you going, hey, he's going to finish They didn't really thing. watch me. You know, we went upstairs and played video games, just trying to nurse this thing. And, and then finally, like, 15 minutes before, I was like, Dan, I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish this. He's like, oh, you know the rule. We don't, we don't throw alcohol away in this house. And I was like... All right, so 10 minutes before we leave, I'm like, all right. So I just down this whole cup of all that alcohol. I swallow it. It burns going down, and then we leave. We get off his front porch, and I grab a hold of Bo because the alcohol, it almost instantly hit me, and I was drunk. And I was like, Bo, you're in charge of me. Because I don't know if I'm going to be able... If I let go of your shirt, I don't think I'm going to be able to find my way anywhere. And he's like, whatever. And so we went to the show, and uh, I didn't throw up. I didn't pass out. I was I was at the drunk point where if, if I had been sitting maybe home alone, I would be just passed out probably in a puddle of my own puke. I was that drunk. But for some reason, I, I may, might have had enough adrenaline in myself. Sure. Enough energy was going on that I was able to keep it together. 
Uh, the show was terrible, but I don't really remember much of the show. I remember oh. standing as much as possible, singing to songs. And like I said, Pop was a terrible album, and these songs would come on that I just hated, and I was like dancing to them. I was like, God, I hate this song, but I think if I sit down, I'm not going to get back up. So I was just dancing. And people and were sitting down? Um, I think I wanted to sit down because I was so drunk. I don't. Was it at, was it at the stadium? Was it? It was at the grassy? stadium. No, we we were in the seats. I oh. mean, there was people on the grass, but we were in the the stadium. Seats. Oh, so you, okay, so you could sit down. And I think I was drunk. I was like, we should go down there. Come on, let's go down there. And everyone's like, no, no, come, Jeremy, keep it together, Jeremy. We should go down there. And it was actually kind of an embarrassing sight. And that's I don't think why they've ever played Camp Randall since. Is because um, as I looked around the audience, probably a third of the seats were empty. So it was kind of wow. Bad. So it wasn't a very good showing. It wasn't well, maybe because Pop was such a lousy album. Eh? Yeah. Though, anyways, that was like you know because I had been such a big U two fan, and here's my first opportunity to go see a U two show, and I was just blitzed. Nice. I couldn't even tell you what they played to be honest. I could make a, uh, an educated guess because there's like four songs that they play at every tour. Yeah. But I'm not guessing because I re- oh when they played Pride oh I was that was the best song of no I I don't remember them playing yeah. anything. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I honestly that the last uh, Scott show, I missed the chicken. I feel oh, wow. really bad about that. I I must have been outside, but I was like I was like flirting with these some girls that were out there, and I was, I, I was it was a weird. I, I don't know. I was just talking to people, and I I kind of took it for granted because I've seen him so many times. I was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna talk to people because there's people that I know. You know, it's people that like something that i like that's sure. kind of unique and i was like i want to talk to these people walk around and look around and go outside and so i was kind of drunk there but i don't know the, the, the only story that i could really think of was um <laughs> when i went to see the grateful dead um we it was uh it was raining and it was kind of wet and we we, we it was at alpine valley and we watched the show i was there with my friend tom this was 88 or something, and it, it was just pouring rain or something. It got really wet, and there, there was a bunch of people camping out because they were there for two days. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we were walking back to the car. I don't even remember him being there with me. I don't know if we got separated. And I was, like, walking around. He must have been there, though, because we're walking around. We're, like, looking for our car in this parking lot. It was, like, and we 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 were tripping or whatever, you know, and it's like, what, where the, where's our car, man? And it was a mud everywhere, and we're like, and all of a sudden, like, up on top of this hill, I think I've told you this story before. No, I keep going. There was a, there's this hill, and there was all these trees, and I was like, wow. All of a sudden, I, it just felt like we were in the woods somewhere, and we were like, out of a, in a movie, like you know, like some medieval. And and there's this people have a fire and they're camping. They have a camp set up. You know, they have, I don't. Know, you could camp back. Then. I don't know if you can still camp there. I've never been to Alpine Valley. I I I oh my god! I saw I saw I saw um, David Lee Roth versus Sammy Hagar. Oh my! Like twenty rows back. Holy crap! And and we took a limo. Wow! And a woman that we were with. Uh, was like up on the up on the on the chairs, lifting her shirt. No, and she oh. f- slipped and like broke her arms. It was a crazy. That was a crazy concert. That was really weird. But it was and David Lee Roth was ridiculous, man. <laughs> he was just he was drinking Jack Daniels on the bottle and spitting at the audience and forgetting like every other word. And it was like, oh my god. Anyway, so here we are at the Scarlet Dead concert. Back to that story, and mm-hmm. 
there's this hill and there's this fire going on. There's people going, free warm fire, free warm fire. And it was cold and wet and we're muddy. So it was like, oh, let's go up there. That's like the that's like the that's mountain a, yeah, of, the of, oasis. of wonderness, you know, wonderment. So we go up there. There's this fire going. There's like, yeah, there's I mean, I don't remember correctly, but. I'm a I'm a philosopher and I'm you know it's like all these people it's it was like, like the the doors movie where it's like you all of a sudden there's oh. these people out in the desert that are like wow and so we sat down we're sitting by this fire and like my shoes were all wet and I'm like I'm gonna take my shoes off and dry them by the fire so I took them off set them up there and it was I don't know how long we were there hours I mean the sun started coming up whatever and. It was like, okay, it's time to go. I, we talked and all this, whatever happened. I don't even remember what happened. but So I went to get my shoes that had been propped up by the fire and were on the fire ring. And I swear, either my feet had grown like three sizes or somehow the, my shoes had shrunk. They looked like little kids' shoes. And they were, I, I thought maybe somebody had switched them. I was like, but they were my shoes. They were my shoes. They had shrunk to the size of like little elf shoes. It was the craziest. So I basically, I was like, there's no way I can get these shoes on my feet. I cannot get these shoes on my feet. So I had to walk through the mud. And so we finally found the parking lot because there's a lot of different parking lots. We found the parking lot with the car and it was like the only car in the whole parking lot. And we're like, and it's all muddy. And it was like, we're slogging through and I've got these little, little elf <laughs> shoes I, and we made it back home eventually i don't know what happened wow yeah that was there was a lot of missing bits to that but that was sure that was a weird that was a yeah. weird story yeah that was a weird time i've never i've never uh other than other than that <clears throat> all right other than alcohol i've never altered my brain for a concert oh i don't think i don't think i've ever I think I'd be too paranoid. There's just too much going on. Yeah, and I don't. You know what? I think that might have been the, like the first time I tripped. Actually, oh, it was like it was like because at Although the dead concert, like show, doses, I mean, doses, do- there's just there's people walking around with their eyedroppers, like here, doses, doses, doses. You know, yeah. And here's little here's little Snoopies. Try a Snoopy, man. These are great. You know, it's like oh, well, what okay? Yeah, yeah. I, I think at a dead show it might be a little different because every, I I think if I were to go to any other show and like drop, I'd be like. Oh my god! Everybody knows. Everybody's look. Oh my god! Why? Why is everybody looking at me? But at a dead show, you'd be like, nobody's looking at me because everybody. Else I'm looking at everybody. I'm else. looking at everybody else. Yes. Yeah, so. And that's what it was. All right. Well then, uh, that's uh, that's the summer concert series here. Right now. Well, well, next week we'll uh, we'll wrap it up with uh, how the how the lips were, and and Unless we'll do kind bad. of a kind of redux of uh, of what the whole Summerfest experience was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always a good time. Have you ever? Have you been? <laughs> I've never been to Summerfest. Ah, no. It's it's. Well, it's, it sounds kind of like Lazapalooza, but um, I don't know if, if there's also like the warp tours usually going on, or the whatever it is. Like the, there's like the skate tour. Oh. There's like sections where you can go and like you know get free swag. And oh yeah, there's there's uh, like BMX Expo and and uh, there's a strongman lot of... competitions and ban- so I mean bands that. everywhere. Just just and then like climbing things and you can go. There's like radio stations or sponsoring this this tug of war and frisbee toss and golfing and probably there's, like there's a midway and just video game off oh yeah thing. there's a video game tent where you can go in and play for free and there's computers and everything and, and, and w- women wearing nothing but you know q-tips and it's, it, 
crazy. It's, that sounds awesome. And it's hot, you know. I mean, hopefully it'll be nice and hot, and it, the shirt comes off, and poof, slather yourself up and get burnt, and sure, you know, walking around with uh, it's just yeah, it's it'll be a lot of fun. It usually is. All right, well, we'll have a a summer fest recap. Hopefully. Right on. Unless it sucks and there's nothing to talk about. No, no, it's it's always it's always a good time. Right. It's, it's always a good time because we, well, we're usually pretty drunk, you know. Actually, we end up we end up we we park at the church, mm-hmm. and we usually uh, sit in the church for uh, ten minutes and, uh-huh. and and just talk and and uh, wait for if anybody else is going to come and meet us there. And we're sitting there drinking the Mandy's, you know, the Mountain Dew and brandies, and uh, then it's about a. 20 minute walk to the we mix up a couple more for the for the walk and my brother found this really cool thing it's um the the brisk iced tea mm-hmm. it looks exactly like brandy you can't oh. even tell the difference and he's figured out how to take the caps off of them so that when you so it doesn't lose that oh does it look like so he seal brandy and he oh that's just it's a it's an unopened risk. unopened uh, iced tea. Okay, I'm going. Yeah. So this, I mean, you're not gonna have to like. He's not gonna have to stick it in paper plastic bags mm-hmm. by his ball sack. You know. Uh-huh. So we'll, once we get in there, it's like, oh, I'll have a coke for two dollars, please. You go. You only talk to the girl in the root beer stand, and she's like, oh, okay, blah blah blah. Here you go. Drink half of that, and then mix that. So I, yeah, I mean, two of those, and you're good for the night. You know. All right. Mean? So it's gonna be. Um... What do you call it? Uh, the 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 sneaking. What's a, what's an what's a nice word for sneaking? The covert. Covert. The covert summer fest is what we're going to talk about next week. Right. Maybe. Right. All right. All right. Yeah. It's been. Uh, yeah. That was the concert yeah. series. Very nice. I I can't wait to bring a box of Franzia to the concerts on the square. Don't piss on do the that. concerts on the. I think square. I think you should bring a video camera and like go walk around, and talk to people. Oh. how... How long have you gone to concerts on the square often? What do movement you, are you looking you, forward yes, to? Yes, do you really? <laughs> do you really? What kind of wine? Do you, what do you prefer? Do you prefer a nice wider than cheese? And, and then like pan over to the. And I'll be sitting there. Yeah, hey, honey. <laughs> Every another one of them. Uh, is there more haggis? No, I don't know. What's white trash? We spam, got any spam more four loco. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Four <laughs> loco and like nerds, you know, just like here you go, kids <laughs> and whoppers. Just a picnic basket full of whoppers. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. What are you looking at? <laughs> you think you're better than me? <laughs> I got old English eight hundred and whopper. You got a Merlot and a Brie. You want to want to make something out of it? Make something. All right, all right. Well, that's that then. Yeah, yeah. Have a good have a good week, folks.